Welcome to Cozy Content Corner. I am your host, Sarah Weiss of On Brand by Sarah. And if you like realistic conversation about social media, video marketing, personal branding, and everything in between, you have landed in the right place, my friend. We do not hold any ish back over here. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, my corner of the internet family, and welcome back to the Cozy Content Corner, or welcome if this is your first time. Grab your tea, grab your coffee, seltzer, wine, whatever your beverage of choice is. Right now, I'm having a nice coffee with almond milk, but sometimes I'm having a nice crab salve. So grab your beverage of choice, get cozy, because today we are talking about the mindset shit that is actually going to move you and your business and your income forward. Let me tell you something. I don't look at the analytics of my podcast often. Like I very rarely do. Only when I like go to upload an episode and I'm like, well, let me look at the analytics. Like it's catching my eye. And Every single time I look, with the exception of like one or two episodes, my solo episodes are the ones that are listened to the most, that are listened to the longest. So it's literally like you guys are telling me that you want more solo episodes and this ties perfectly into what we're going to be talking about today because I wonder if I have this limiting belief of like, I am not enough by myself, or you always need more, or you always need a different perspective, or the perspective that I have isn't enough. And I don't inherently think that throughout my day to day. Like, I I think that I've done very well on my confidence journey, and there's always more work to be done. Obviously, point, point blank right here. But I'm going to be doing some more solo episodes where it's like we are just feeling like we're having a phone call with each other. You're going to implement as soon as the episode finishes. Or if you're anything like me, you're probably like on your computer or your phone while you're listening to this, like implementing shit as we go. Cause like that's what I do. But it's, it's just so true that, and I say this all the time, but I have never done as much personal development as I have done since I've become a business owner. Like literally I have found out so much about myself as just a human being and most of it has been great and there's definitely been some like uncomfortable spots where I'm like ooh girly poppy you gotta work on that. But it's, it's ultimately been good because it's like really allowing me to like, I definitely need, I always need to work on this, even when I was a speech therapist, but like, I need to separate the Sarah, the work Sarah from like the Sarah to her core. And I think that that's something that everybody can do better at is not equating your self-worth to your core to how you perform in your business at your job because they literally don't coincide (laughs) at all. Like just because you're good at your job doesn't mean that you're a good person. You could be a terrible fucking human being (laughs) or just because you're a great human being, maybe the position that you were at, you really fucking like sucked at. So the two don't coincide. And so it's really important to always separate the two. And 
this was like such an eye-opening situation. I was guesting on a podcast, my friend Dolly DeLong. I was guesting on her podcast and I, I was just like talking about all of the like to me it seems like nerdy and quirky like the fact that i'm like obsessed with my dogs like you you've heard of cat ladies like i'm a dog lady like we have two dogs and i'm always fostering my husband and i and so like she was describing me and she was like sarah foster's dogs and she loves broadway musicals and like she's always cooking an interesting italian dinner and i'm like all of these things that I feel like I nerd out about and like are maybe a little quirky about me that not everybody can relate to, like this person is saying is is cool. And like I've really leaned into the fact that the things that make me different, the things that make me weird are the things that make me unique and desirable because there are a million other people that are online business owners and there's probably thousands or hundreds more that do what I do, but nobody is me. Nobody treats the process the same as I treat it. Nobody is the human being that I am to my core. And so that's just so important to recognize. Y'all, we haven't even gotten into like the juicy tea of the episode yet. And we're just, we're getting into all the mindset shit. I don't know. I didn't even have this episode planned. I'm like, I, I have like an hour to kill before um I'm getting on a coffee chat with someone and I'm like, you know what? I have so much mindset tea that like I need to spill and like talk out with myself. And so let me just pull out the microphone and record. And so you're literally just like, here, pull up a chair. I'm literally sitting at my dining room table, pull up a chair, the chair next to me is empty. It's yours. And we are going to just like, spill all the tea or coffee or wine, whatever you're drinking. All right. So let me see how many I wrote down. I hate like this listicle fucking content shit now. I hate videos now that start with like five things to do to improve your hormone health. It's like, oh my God, we're so bored of the listicle shit. But like, I'm just telling you how many things I've written down for the podcast. I could totally like go off on a tangent about more, but right now I have like eight really important points that like I want to get into with you about mindset. And the reason that we're talking about this today is not just for some good prefer uh, personal fuck am I saying? Some good personal development because that's always important just as important as professional development. But the reason that I'm getting into this is because I can guarantee you with 100% certainty that when you implement these mindset shifts, you're going to grow your income, your community, and your business. And that sounds phenomenal to people. But when push comes to shove, and I've noticed this with so many clients this year, and I say this with so much love, but when they actually start to implement these things and see that it's actually working, it gets a little uncomfortable and that's okay. That's okay. That's actually the first point that we're going to talk about. I actually had this listed as number seven, but we're going out of order here. One of the things that you have to do as a business owner, if you want to keep growing, if you want to keep sustaining, because sustaining might not look the same as it did three weeks ago, three years ago, three months ago. So you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I don't know about you, 
But every time I've gotten a little uncomfortable and curious in my business, or maybe a lot of bit uncomfortable, it has always worked out in my favor, even if it wasn't in the traditional sense. Like, yes, I can come on here with the utmost certainty and tell you that like, Getting uncomfortable has grown my income. It's got me more clients. It's built my community. But it's also made me like realize that, hey, that investment was not the investment that I needed to make. And I know now that like I didn't need to keep making investments in things. I needed to just implement. I was so stuck in consumer mode, like things like that, things that don't seem like inherent wins right away. But at the end of the day, they're wins. Like you get uncomfortable with admitting to yourself like, hey, that was a little bit of a fuck up on my part. No worries. All good. I'm going to take it and run with it. And it's a win in my book because I know that I won't repeat that mistake. So getting uncomfortable with being uncomfortable is so important. The next thing I want you to do is realize that And this is going to sound so corny and I know that people say this all the time, but it's so true. And we're going to get into some like examples. What got you here will not get you there. What got you here will not get you there. And this was really hard, disappointing, and confusing for me to actually realize at first. But then I was like, of course what got me here won't get me there because it's like a different level of being. It's a different level of leading. It's a different level of ownership and not just ownership of my business, like ownership of myself, of my boundaries, of my reactions, of my actions, all of that stuff. So For example, like when I was first starting my business and uh, I wanted to leave my job, I was literally just saying yes to anything. Like if you if you followed my journey for a while, you'll know that like I started as like a done for you social media manager. And so the only place I would get clients is the teachers pay teachers like closed Facebook group where TPT sellers post job opportunities. And I got I got like all my clients from there and I matched my income and I even like exceeded it a little bit and I was able to leave my job. But then I realized like I don't want to do done for you social media management. Like I'm I'm meant for so much more. I can help so many more people in such a larger capacity. So sitting in the teachers pay teachers closed Facebook group will have <laughs> won't get me to where I am today. And it won't get me to where I am six months from now. And it won't get me to where I am a year from now. And so you have to realize that if you're making these growths and pivots and up levels in your business, you can't just stay stuck in your little comfortable circle. Because it's it's not gonna work. I guarantee you it's not gonna work. And I say that with so much love. The next thing that was really difficult for me, but I like I, I knew it to be true, but it was just really difficult for me, and it's still difficult for me just because my job is literally making content, reviewing content, being on social media. But something that has really, really, really helped me is not consuming so much content. 
like I'm probably creating like 80% of the time and consuming the other 20% of the time. And then anything that I'm consuming, I try to not make it online business related. Like if you go on my TikTok and this is like, I know people are like, you need a separate TikTok for scrolling and a separate TikTok for different hobbies. So your for you page is curated. So when you make videos, it's pushed out to the right people. I call bullshit on that. I think it actually really helps me as a creator because I'm not just stuck in the online business world. I see what's kind of hitting in different industries and I adapt that to what work for me. But anyway, like if you go on my for you page on TikTok, like you're not going to find every single video as like online business and marketing content. Like you're going to see dancing with the stars stuff, you're going to see Broadway musical stuff, you're going to see uh dog and foster things, you're going to see uh like makeup tutorials, you're going to see crock pot meals like I I really try to limit my online business consuming because what happens, and I, I will admit this with my whole heart, is I start thinking things like, oh shit, I had that same idea, but if I put it out, are people going to think that I'm copying her? Or, wow, she said that so much better than I was going to say it. I'm not even going to talk about it. People could just watch her video. Or it'll put me in like this paralysis. We've all heard of analysis paralysis where you want to do something, but then there's just so many like voices in your head and you're like, I can't fucking move. You can't do it. Like that has happened to me before. Like I go through waves of that and and every single time when I like look inward and I'm like, what happened? Like you are a good creator. Like you help people create content for a living. What happened? And every time I look inward, I'm like, oh my God, I was consuming way too much, way too many people from the online business industry. And I was just getting so stuck on like, is it good enough? Is it different enough? Is it valuable enough? Is it funny enough? And and then I just don't do anything. And if you can relate to that, like you are not alone. Like it happens so often. And like, there's a difference between like getting inspiration for things and then just straight up being in like consumer mode where like you're not creating and you're just like, you you think like you're learning and you're picking up on things, but then like weeks go by and you're like, I've made like two videos. Weeks should go by and you should make like 50 videos. So I want you to try and like really adapt the create over consume mode. The next one is so important. And I honestly had this like first on my list because it was actually the very first thing that I had to adapt on my own like mindset journey when I was like, okay, like I want to just like up level the shit out of myself. I want to, I really want to work on having the capacity to hold more, to set better boundaries, to, to take up space. And that is feeling safe, being seen and taking up space. Now, if you have only listened to the podcast and you've never consumed any of my content, it is no secret that I am a curvy girly. I'm a bigger girly. I have been extremely thin at points in my life. I like used to have trigger warning, um, but I used to have like a horrible eating disorder where I was almost like a hundred pounds less than I am now. I like I I used to struggle so much with my weight, and I used to just always have this mindset of like, well, people want me to shrink. People want me to be 
quieter, more agreeable, just like take up less space and go with the crowd and kind of keep yourself hidden and at bay. And that doesn't work in the online business world, especially when you are using organic marketing on Instagram and TikTok and podcasts and YouTube and networking. Like it doesn't work to hide and to shrink yourself. And I can't give you a course or a pill or a a magic smoothie that I'm going to say, drink this and you're going to be, you're going to feel super safe taking up space and being seen like it is a constant work in progress. And the only way that you get better at this and the only way that you feel this safety and you feel this comfortability is by doing, by flexing that muscle. And that's really, really hard for some people to hear. And it was really difficult for me to implement at first. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Like all of these things that I'm telling you, I literally am walking the walk right alongside you. It's not like I'm telling you things that I've like read in a self-help book and I'm like, yeah, let's try it. I don't know. Maybe it works. It's like, no, like these are things that I've I've had to go through and still go through on a daily, weekly, yearly basis that I that helps me to continue working on myself. And so feeling safe, being seen and taking up space only gets better. And that it's the same thing with like showing up on camera and camera confidence. It's that same idea of like, it's safe and it's okay. And it's actually helpful for me to take up this space and to share my gifts with the world because that's why you started your business, right? You want to, you want to help people. You have a transformation that you want to bring people through. And if you're hiding, that's not going to happen. All right. Then next one, like I literally cringe when I write this word, but like, I can't think of another word for it. And it's like really adapting the mindset of abundance. And I mean this a few different ways. So let me explain. So when I say abundance, I mean like abundance of money, but also I mean like abundance of people that are available to like be in your community, be potential clients, like be potential members of your membership, like be potential referral partners. I find people like I'm on social media all fucking day. I find people every day that I'm like, oh my God, they'd be a perfect client for me. And I wasn't following them. And every day I'm like, okay, now, like, I know when I click on their profile, we'll be following each other. I've probably found every online service provider and coach at this point. Like, we're good. I'm definitely following them. And I'll click on their profile and we're not following each other. And the same goes for TikTok. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, there is such an abundance of people for you to help. And it's the same thing. It doesn't just go for like, if you only work with online business owners, like say you're a parent coach that helps with like self-regulation. There are an abundance of parents that need you. Say you are a nutrition coach that helps with balancing hormones. There are a ton of people that need you. There is no shortage of people that need you. So I want you to adapt the fact that like, There are a ton of people out there. I just need to show up in the right places in my marketing so they know that I exist. The next thing that is often hard, especially when we're in the online space, but is so important to adapt is that nobody can do what you do. And I don't mean the skill of your job. Can other people uh, make a nutrition plan? Sure. 
Can other people give TikTok strategy and content advice? Sure. Can other people train your reactive dog? Sure. But they're not you. They don't lead the way you lead. They don't have the personality that you have. They don't have the quirks. Remember we talked about that? Like the quirks and the weirdness and the things that make you different, the things that make you relatable. They don't have that. There is literally only one you. And so by showing those personal bits, and I hear people all the time say like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to talk about the fact that I'm watching Dancing with the Stars, but how do I relate that to business? And I'm like, you don't need to relate it to business. Sometimes you can just post on your stories, for example, on Instagram, that you're watching Dancing with the Stars and say who you're voting for and say who your top four is. I did that the other day. That's why I'm giving that example. But like that gets so many people into my DMs to just have a low to no pressure conversation. It's not even low pressure. It's no pressure. It's just fun. It's just a regular conversation. And I guarantee you when they need the service that I have, when I need the service that you have, if I've connected with you on a human to human level, I am so likely to go to you first. You are going to be so top of mind for me. All right. And the last thing that I want to talk about, and I'm actually dealing with this in my personal life too. And this is not something that I've mastered. And it is not something that I think we ever really master because it comes up in so many different aspects of our life and business. But it's this. I want you to say F the timeline. F the timeline. What is going to happen, for example, if you don't land five new clients by Christmas? What is going to happen if you set a goal for a 40K month and you don't hit it by next week? Literally nothing. You are not going to combust. The world is not going to explode. You are still going to have all of that amazing momentum to keep going towards that goal. And the thing is, and see, I knew I was going to be, I knew I was going to be saying other points here. And this one is so important. The thing that the most successful people have in common, yes, they take action, but it's actually this this thing that I'm about to say is more important. They keep moving with power even when things are shitty, even when they don't reach their goals. They keep moving. I always think of like the heaviest Amazon box in the world. Like I'm pushing it over to my couch. It's heavy as hell. Like I'm sweating. My dogs are like trying to bite at it. Like I'm pushing it. I'm all my effort to push this heavy Amazon box over to my couch. And what happens when you get too stuck in the timeline and you go back to square one is you're literally putting that Amazon box back down the stairs and out your front door again. And then you're going to have to keep starting from scratch and pushing it back to your couch. Who the F wants to do that? Not me. Not you. So I want you to stand in your power and keep moving with your head held high with all of the power and passion in the world, even when things don't go as planned, even when you don't hit that goal that you set on the specific date that you were meant to set it by. Literally nothing will happen. All right. I feel so powered up. I needed to like get all of that off of my chest. Do you guys ever like feel that where you're like, I have so much in my head. I need to either like speak it out loud, write it onto a piece of paper. I, like I have so much going on in my head right now. But I, that 
that gave me so much clarity and and I really really hope that you were able to pick up so many of those gold nuggets that I was putting down and carry them with you right now. I don't want you to wait until the new year to carry those things with you. I want you to implement one or two of those things right now. And then tomorrow, implement more. And then the next day, implement more. And if you need to go back to the the beginning of this episode and and write some things down that you need to implement, like, girl, do it. All right. I love you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me at my dining room table. Seriously, like your chair is right next to me. It was open. You were you were sitting with me. Uh, but I love you guys so much and I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cozy Content Corner. If you liked it, please be sure to give the show a follow and leave us a rate and review. If anything resonated with you from this episode, please come over to TikTok or Instagram and tell me about it. Until next time, my friend.